Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Three, two, one. Do you know what I feel like doing? Shitting first and breaking me into tiny little pieces? Of course. I feel like kicking back, relaxing, and getting comfy. Welcome to the Get Comfy Game Break. I'm your host, Kalo, as always, here to give you the lowdown on all things Lego, and I'm joined by the one and only DJ Aim. Let the bass drop. The bass. Let the bass drop, as the kids would say. And before we get into today's pod, I'd like to say thank you to anybody and everybody who is liking and sharing this podcast with anybody and everybody you know. So... I think the hype is real when it comes to the Lego Star Wars Skywalker saga. The game is out in the wild. And, you know, it is, at least from what I've seen on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, everyone's childhood is coming back. And, you know, it's good to see a game like this come back. And it's also good to see a game that, you know... I played so much as a kid. I played this game to just play it. Like, I just enjoyed the humor that existed in Lego Star Wars, the original game. I think it came back out on the GameCube, PlayStation 2 era, like that time. Uh, There was multiple versions on the Game Boy Advance I remember playing, and then so on and so forth with the Wii, Wii U, and keep it moving. But yeah, we're here today to talk about Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker saga, do a little review for you guys in our playthrough, because I am at episode three, DJ Aim is at episode three, we're kind of neck and neck here, but we've played enough of the game to kind of understand what has been changed, what hasn't, and give our thoughts on basically what is going down in this game. So the Skywalker saga is among us. No pun intended. I also had a weird joke at the start of this pod, you know, when I say I'm about to give you the lowdown on all things, blah, blah, blah. I was going to say, and DJ Aim, I don't know if this joke will break you because I struggled to not laugh. Is is it a dad joke, first of all? No. Mm. (laughs) You thought about it. (laughs) It's a weird one, but but is it a dad joke? But is it a dad joke? No, it's more of a play on words because we're talking about Legos and blah, blah, blah. But I was about to say, homie, I'm all bricked up. Get it? Because Lego bricks, you know? Don't quit your day job. (laughs) I will not. But Lego Star Wars is here. What are your thoughts on this game? Do you have anything you hate about it? Anything you love about it? And tell the audience why you hate The Mandalorian, because I need to know. (laughs) First of all, first of all, because, you know, it has, like, the full nine sagas of the movie and plus DLC down the line. I'm going to get my that that talk for a second. But the game itself, I enjoy it. I love the Lego game. I... At the end of the day, it's a children's game, and I'm really, I enjoy the little blocky characters breaking up. It's adorable, and you know the original trilogy of the Star Wars came with the prequels and the episodes four, five, and six came out, and like in when we were in the mid two thousands, and they didn't have voice lines, and they and they didn't have no voice. It was just like and all that. Yeah, they put in, I believe, I haven't found the setting, nor have I really looked for it, a grunt mode where it yeah. took you back to back those to times the- where there wasn't any voice lines, so that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool, but I wouldn't want to change it because the voice dialogue is great. They also added like comedy to it. I do it on, I play it on stream, and I'm just, when they add some sort of dialogue, I'm like, I don't know if that's canon, the original <laughs> trilogy. I'm like, I don't think Obi-Wan would ever say that in a movie, but I, I like, I'm not, it's not a bad thing. I enjoyed it. Or there are like some scenes where like a character's goofing off, like Anakin or Obi Wan, 
when something seriously is happening. I remember, and you might get this, but in episode three, um, it's when Anakin wants to be on part of the uh, council. But um, he's sitting in his little chair. He has little crayons. He's just coloring while everyone is just delegating and talking about that. And you see him pout. He's just like, color grant. And I see like that. That's like stuff with that. It's really good. The game is good. The voice lines. I don't know if they got the real voice actors from the original movies. If not, I'm okay with it. I enjoy what it is. Um, Grievous looks freaking good. Don't even pick. The one only nitpick I have. Once again, you haven't. Beat in the game, beating episode three, but I remember in the original trilogy of it, um, the Grievous arc of, of that episode three was a little bit longer. This one was just kind of shorter. You see him, and then boom, it's done with. But and which I thought that's probably the Grievous is probably one of the better things in episode three of in the movies um, with Grievous with the four lifesavers droid that actually killed Jedi's and stealing that. I think that was great. Um, the combos is great too. I love how it's not mm. just mashing one button, which you still technically can do, but it's like it's great when you collide with like a, another person with a saber, and then you have to mash the Y button or no, and that's great. The fact that you could throw your lightsaber mm. and and bring it back or force throw it to throw somebody, all great. Um, they did add. You could tell like some of the stuff was from the original Xbox game, but then they just kind of changed it a little bit. I remember in episode one when you're fighting Darth Maul on that podium, and then you just see the dro- these droids on the side just playing instruments, playing the music. Yeah, the of Duel of the Fates. Duel of Fates, and I thought that was great. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to kill those droids. Those droids are jamming out. I respect that, which I, it was a nice touch. I, I I honestly enjoyed that. And this game, there's some things that this game just brings out of me. Like, a little kid. There's some stuff where I get stuck on and get really pissed, and then my buddies are like, "It's just a children's game. Like, why are you getting so hard on these puzzles?" There's some, now here's the negative part. So I'm saying all these great things. There was one part in episode two is when you're in the junkyard of it, where you have R2D2 and C3PO, and like there's stuff where I was getting stru- um, stuck on because it wasn't like not the objective was like find a way out. Yeah. Then and then they'll give you one part, and then you had to figure out. Oh, let me grab this electricity, charge it, and then you know bring it back there. And then I had to figure out how like how to do that, and it took me a while. Oh, when R two D 2s aspect where you have to circle around the white things. That for long. That took when I first did it. That took me the longest to figure out what I had to do. But then once you figure out, it was like, oh, okay, you gotta match it. That and um, there was one part which first of all. C-3PO, because this is where it comes to work. I love how he breaks apart. Yeah, yeah from the I, waist up, and then the he's just up. legs are walking around. Yeah. But that's my that's my issue is with, once again, you can also change the controls, but I'm too lazy, is when you have to, when you have a specific objective with C-3PO and you have to use him to open something or change it, and it's the same button that breaks apart. Yeah. So like, it, it gets really confusing. It's really hard. He's like, why is it not working? I, to a point where I ended stream at one point because I couldn't figure out why... It's not working. I did it. I'm hitting B, but he keeps breaking part, which I thought at, at points I got really frustrated and wish they maybe you could change the controls. If not, then that's a, a downside. And the flying command, um, the flying, me and you were talking about this off air. Um, it just feels wonky. It feels wonky. Like my, my buddy told me you could change the um, input controls of it. But once again, I'm lazy. Why would I want to do that? And, and then, once again, I'm comparing it to the original. The original ones that I played on the Xbox and the Wii, I don't know the way to describe it. It just felt right. Tell me if I'm wrong. From the original, from episodes 1 to 6 Legos, the flying of that one felt just right. I feel 
and this is kind of where you know it's more or less gaming mechanics versus you know comparing the it to the older the, yeah. yeah the older ones where you're what you're missing like i know the word you're looking for in episode i'm going to use the sequence of the opening of episode three in the older yeah. games versus we talked about yeah um obi-wan chasing uh jango fett and you're kind of flying around the yeah. asteroid field also sort of cut you off but yeah i just remember when because you say jango fett it's open world too to understand yeah. which is another praise i want to give to the game great job makes the game playable for X amount of more hours. Sorry, I cut you off. No, um, the word you were looking for is weighted. I feel as yeah. if, you know, in episode three, in the older games, you know, you were on kind of like an on rails experience. Mm-hmm. You were just in going in one direction. There was no going backward. There was no going like circling around. Yeah. You just were going straight. Yeah. And in this game, much like what you said with the open world aspect too, you're given so much freedom to literally fly around and do whatever you want. Of course, there's limitations. You yeah. di- you're not set to one planet. You could go back to Tatooine and see all this if you want to explore that right away, which was cool. Like, I enjoy it. It's just, like you said, weighted. It's just, it feels like it's like if you're going up, it goes. And you're away. playing on the PC, right? I'm playing with a PC, but I'm also using a PS5 controller. No, I was going to say, because I know with some games, you can kind of um, fix. I'm trying to find the, the word for the sensitivity, sensitivity, something like that. Uh, maybe that will fix the problem. I don't know if there's yeah. even a setting for it. I know I'm playing on console. Yeah, I haven't seen something like that, nor have I really looked for it. But uh, you mentioned the voice actors. Um, I seen online that the voice for Yoda, the voice for Obi-Wan and I believe Anakin are the same voice actor, mm-hmm. the single voice actor from the Clone Wars cartoon. It, it was the narrator, the narrator uh. who introduces the episodes. And I think he did some work as Yoda and some of those other characters in the animated series. So it's I, nice to see they're kind of bringing people together here with, yeah. for Star Wars. And I love how you speak about Yoda because I remember in the original ones, once again, comparing those, Yoda was like, I feel like so over, overpowered. He had the triple drum doing backwards. And this one, they kind of nerfed him a little bit. And also, episode two, he doesn't have a stick that he had in the, in the original. I was about to complain. I was like, damn, he doesn't have a stick. I love that little walkie stick. And he, he did fi- such a weird walk. He was yeah. like, one, the lightsaber in hand and yeah, using the cane. Stick. But he has the cane in the uh, in the second game, in, the, in episode three. So I was kind of happy. That's kind of nitpick. And also, another positive, which I, I want to give this game its praise because it's so good. They kind of made um, Jar Jar Binks kind of useful this time. While yeah. in the original one, he was known for just, you know, the triple jump to get it over. For here, he actually has a staff to fight with. He's fighting. I hate the fact that he has his tongue out when he's running away or running. That's not here or there. But, you yeah, know, I'm, I'm honestly happy. So maybe when you do the open world, you could play. If your favorite character is Jango, uh, Jar Jar Binks, I'm going to say Jango Fett, Jar Jar Binks. Um, you could play him and actually fight back. I don't know why wouldn't you, but why would you? But there's a lot of Jar Jar Banks uh, yeah. slander going on on oh, the internet. But also, you talked about you know how the opening scene of the um, of episode three, where the flying, they also have the comedy. Like you know, you see um, behind the chair when he's captured, you see he has a hood on, but when he turns around and takes the hood off, he's also eating popcorn too. Like they they're literally 
saying he is the bad guy because <laughs> they know that everyone who's playing this game is the fan of Star Wars. So they're not hiding in the game that, oh, Chancellor Palpatine is the dark Sith. And then, yeah. and then I love how they're like, oh, no, he is. Look, 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 he's being bad right now. Look at him. <laughs> but, yeah, no, that's great. The comedy of this game so far has yet to be missed. My question for you is, how do you, you know, you started episode one to three. Should you should people start from episode four, the original trilogy, four, five, six, and then going one, two, three. And then at the end of the podcast, I will tell everybody why I do not like the Mandalorian. <laughs> so... I feel as if you've played Lego Star Wars, you kind of like been here, done that. You might want to start with the new trilogy, and I'm talking about the race, yeah, the, the Ray series, all that stuff. But, and this is a, a positive for me for this game. Yeah, you've played Lego Star Wars, you've played this, like any of the renditions from like the Wii version and mm-hmm. not N64, that was too early, GameCube, all that stuff. Before we continue the show, I wanted to take a little time to talk about Noom. Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. A lot of people face pressures to change themselves to fit other people's expectations. And the more freeing solution is to find the things that work for you. Noom understands that everyone's weight loss journey is unique. And what works for someone else might not really work for you. That's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible and focuses on progress, not perfection, allowing you to work towards your goals at a pace that's comfortable for you. And for me personally, that's huge. I know that I am not Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I know that I'm not getting up at four in the morning to go work out. But by using Noom and having that little more of uh, flexibility and stability, it certainly helps with my journey here. Noom also makes it easy to start your weight loss journey and stay on track with personalized lessons that help you gain confidence and a practical knowledge, one-on-one coaching, and cognitive behavioral approaches that teach you how to be mindful of your habits. 75% of Noom weight loss users finished the program, and more than 60% of users that engaged with the program kept the weight off for a year or more. So start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at Noom.com slash believe. Again, that is Noom, N-O-O-M, dot com slash believe bl it's a different game completely mm-hmm. like you brought up the combat you brought aerial stuff you brought up the open world aspect i can't really pinpoint a like a, a full-on similarity that they could have easily cashed out on and said hey we already got the levels made we got everything made We're let's just, just kind of yeah, yeah make it look pretty but no they literally tore down that whole game and just fixed everything. You yeah, brought up expand, the combat. They, they expanded the maps and everything, like the fights with Darth Maul and Count Dooku and all that. It's great to give new abilities to people. Like instead of just fighting, Count Dooku turns the lights off, and you got to figure out where. Oh, the lightning battle where you have to struggle to get it. That was cool. Like they added more to this game. Like you said, they could have just, you know, copy and paste and make it like, oh, it's high definition with episodes eight, seven, eight, nine. But no, mm-hmm. th- this game, like I said, needs its praise. And I think it could, it could win game of the year. Really? I th- I'm calling my shot. Really? That's interesting. I, I, 
I respect it only for the fact I know there, <laughs> there are competitors like Elden Ring out there. Mm. And, you know, these are two different sides of the coin here with Elden Ring versus Lego Star Wars, obviously. Yeah, but the thing was Elden Ring, is it going to get DLC? Is it just like one and done? With this one, you're going to get DLCs, more open world, more side missions. And then, so yeah, it's like this game could go as far as it could. You keep pushing out DLCs, keep binding like the Clone Wars to the DLC. You can add Rogue One, you can add a Han Solo movie to it as a DLC and expand that even more. Which the characters for those movies, I, I know I've seen the ones from Solo. Uh, those characters are already in there. Um, yeah. the, we brought up Mandalorian, he's in there with Mandal- Grogu. Yeah, Mandalorian is also, they say when you're downloading the game playing it that the mandalorian will be dlc so it's like yeah you have all this stuff you have the obi-wan series granted it's coming out in may i don't know how fast could they work on it they if they do it they could make that into a dlc yeah in the future i can definitely see that happening yeah or that oh i don't know it's an eight episode series so they might make it yeah they might can they can tag on some dlc yeah but um, just a quick little thing before we get into your anti-Mandalorian hate, <laughs> you know, um, it's again, I must stress the point. This is a completely different game than what you've played before. And this is something, you know, we've talked about at length with games being retroed and coming back out again. Remastered is the word, you know, this could have easily been a reskin, you know, ship it out. Everyone will like it because it's Lego Star Wars. They went the extra mile. They fixed, honestly, everything about Lego Star Wars. Even the stuff was good, that was good, they made it even better. The combination attacks, the humor, you know, the way things look, the open world. It just every little aspect. Even back in the day, people with blasters, let's be honest, very much were not useful mm-hmm. at all in this world no. grant you i still find myself gravitating more towards using a jedi yeah. but they made people who have blasters a lot better to play as as well and you also the droids them, yeah and then you give them cover too for the humans you know instead of you know like if a droid shooting at you or somebody's coming at you you have cover the buck and like a first person shooter that's good um sorry go on no, I, it's just I love all the improvements. I love this game. I think it's great. I, honestly, if you're a fan of Star Wars and you haven't really thought about it, play this game. Like it's so, it's very much worth it. So the original, so the last Lego Star Wars game we got was Force Awakens, and that game to show you how good it was. I never played it. Um, was a IGN gave it a nine out of ten. Metacritic did it seventy eight percent. And looking at the pictures compared to like from 2016 to now, these graphics look way better and look so much better. Like these ones, like for some reason to me, these from the 2016, um, force awakened Lego scene looks like a, um, something from the 360 era a little bit. This one, they actually took advantage of the P PlayStation five, the Xbox series X, like capability of how strong they can go and made it look really nice. And then, the complete the Star Wars complete saga, that got an eight out of ten by IGN and eighty percent of Metacritic. I think this game could get a hundred percent, ten out of ten. And that was um... no eight, eight out of ten for the complete saga, which was the original mm. trilogy. Okay, and you know, to say you know for Lego Star Wars standards. I feel as if this is always a game that comes out and is generally well-perceived. 
that and I also just remember this game was getting massively delayed. Yeah. This game was getting massively delayed and you know me and you are worried about games being delayed now and I always said keep your expectations low but I was just hyped for this and I honestly so like the original date for this game was supposed to be I think in 2020. Wow. In 2020 and then because of COVID and everything shutting down they worked on the game even more. All that and it shows like if you have the right people and give this time to you know simmer as you like to say you're a chef let it sit let it, uh, let the uh, simmer let out. it marinate let it marinate that's the word and you get a good game and I have yet to see any bugs I know one person saw one bug of it but other than that I haven't had any issues have you had any issues playing the game so far I haven't Otherwise, I haven't and the only thing I would say as far as you know. A, a downside or it's not even a downside. It's just kind of like the way I play. I get easily distracted by side missions and blah, blah, blah. I feel as if this world is so big and there's so much to do, but again, that offers you more playtime, more replayability. So it's a game that you're going to sink a lot of hours into. 100%. So. 100%. Um, monkeys are right. Date. So yeah, it was supposed to be delayed from 2020 and then at game con, it got delayed again. But you know what? I'm glad because now I'm putting hours in this game. Granted, I'm not doing the side missions. Have you done any of the side missions yet? Or are you just playing the movies first and you're like, I'm going to do the side missions after the movie is done? All the movies. Episode one, I took some liberty to kind of do those, uh, like a few side missions. There was mm-hmm. one where you you were going to Naboo to talk to Padme for the very first time or you have to rescue her. And there was these statues that you had to realign, fix the wings, and like kind of, it was a giant puzzle. I did those kind of missions, and then I was like, all right, you know what? I'm going to sink too many hours into just doing this. Mm-hmm. I got to actually play the game and like, yeah, you know, get an opinion on it versus just doing these puzzles. So I love how you talked about episode one because playing this game made me feel even more comfortable for the fact that the relationship with Annie and Padme. Where, because like, in episode two, you see him like maybe like a teenager, and him, it just felt really weird. Oh, yeah, because obviously, like in the movies, he's billed as a a very much a little child, and then Padme comes in, and she's obviously like 20 something, at least looks wise. But of course, in Disney lore, age, that stuff don't exist. But uh, I again this game i really don't have a negative to speak on about it because it is just they took their time they really made this game worth playing and really worth investing your time into one nitpick i have Uh-oh. also one nitpick of the game it's like anakin and annie kid annie it's kind of useless rather in the original complete saga you have him going through these little vents kind of he's yeah he's a little child send him yeah. into the small spaces yeah like in this one he's just you have him there for the pod racing. And that one, once again, they improved that and made it much bigger. And it was great. Yeah, they really did. All the set pieces, the big action stuff. It's awesome. And, you know, for what it's worth, the mini kits, I have not really found a complete set. Only for the fact in some missions where you are driving or flying a vehicle, it's kind of hard to find them, like at least because everything's moving so fast and like I'm focused on the mission at hand versus collecting all these things floating around. So that's worth noting as well. The mini kits are out there. There's also the Kyber bricks, which are the blue 
uh, Lego bricks that you can find that are normally locked away by some puzzle. Those factor into your skill upgrading, your trees, as far as like, hey, like you can walk around and collect more studs in a wider radius versus, you know, uh, specific power ups for like Jedi, for people whose weapons, uh, even droids have the, these little power ups. So it's worth factoring those bricks into your skill trees to make your experience better. And I don't know who would really shy away from that. So I think it's now time we conquered this. I would call it a, to relate it to Star Wars, you know, show you how big of a fan I am. Traitor. To, ad- to a- address the Bantha in the room. The Bantha are those so, furry things with the horns on Tatooine. No, nah, nah, I'm, 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 nah, I'm an Ewok. What you mean? You are an Ewok. <laughs> All right, DJ, and there's no way to really handle like, this. Wait. Yeah, why do you hate the Mandalorian? Please explain. <laughs> why do you hate Grogu? <laughs> Is Amanda that- will be listening to this, and she will come for you. I'm just saying. She's a big fan of Grogu. Um, first of all, because since I don't like it, Caleb calls me a you know a fake Star Wars fan because of this. Just because... No, I said I, you hate Star Wars. Oh, oh sorry. He, he says I hate the whole franchise of the Star Wars because I hate Mando. Granted, there are people that hate the original the um, prequels, but you don't hear Kev go at them and be like, eh, you're not They're a closet haters. They don't really mean it. Granted, even though episode three is my first Star Wars movie, but that's yeah. not here or there. Um, I don't know. Like, I tried giving it away. It's kind of too slow for me, I got to say. In the first episode, you see him. He goes into that, bout, that bar, if you will, and then you see him walking in the snow a little bit. It was kind of like too slow, and I wasn't, it didn't really intrigue my interest. And I'm, that's why I was like, oh, it's just too slow. Does it like, you know, Star Wars, you've got the past Star Wars game. It's just boom, boom, games of me movies. It's like boom, 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 boom. You're right in the action, or you at least have some backstories to see why this person's there. Before it's just like, boom, he's just in a bar now. He's just walking for a good five minutes, and I, I, I hate it because that's not. I get it; it's something different, but it's not. Well, I'm not used to, and that's why I bash the Mando series. You hear that, Amanda? Mando sucks. He hates Grogu specifically. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. No, he's a genocide. He kills. He kills frogs. He needs to be canceled. <laughs> we did get, tackle that conversation. Get him out of here. Eating little frogs out here. Um, but, but I am I am excited for the Obi Wan series that takes place between you know, correct me if I'm wrong. From episode after, at the end of episode three, but before episode four, right? In between, exactly. Nail on the head. But then, where does Rogue One and Han Solo take place within the Obi Wan? Same. I think we're in the same kind yeah, of but vein. Like, yeah, I know. So yeah, I know. I'm an, I'm like a time kind of guy. I want to know where everything lands. But yeah, so it's like it's Obi Wan, and then does Rogue One take place, or does it take place at the same exact time? Blah blah blah. So that. if I had to give you the exact order, yeah, and this is from start to finish, you know, one, two, three. Mm-hmm. So you got Episode Three. It ends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say, very very loose, but I would say Rogue One. Right, right. Uh, no. I think Obi Wan because he has to he has to drop off Luke to his he, aunt. Yeah. At the end of episode three, he does drop off Luke. Luke, yeah. So it's episode three. I'd say Rogue One with a little overlap of Obi Wan, right. and then give me Solo, yeah. and then Go on episode to four. four. Okay, all right. Nice little, and if you want a nice little time zone here too, Mandalorian takes place after after episode six or no episodes. Yeah, episode six. This really oh, okay. Um, the one thing I do hope before we wrap up DLC, I want the Clone Wars sagas and the Bad Batch. Mm. And it, 
um, as DLC as well. Uh, I've seen something about the Bad Batch being in uh, Lego Star Wars, but I, who knows? Who knows? But I hope because I'm actually going down the rabbit hole because I'm playing the Lego Star Wars. I'm actually about to buy a hundred dollar lifesaver. Because uh, I'm, I'm going down the rabbit hole, and you know, maybe when I'm done with the game, I might watch Clone Wars. You need to tell me which episodes to avoid and which episodes are canon. Because I heard there are some good episodes, some bad episodes, and then the Bad Batch is like right after the Clone Wars, right? Um, it's right. You know, execute order sixty six. Yeah. Right, right, literally right there. Right, me, right there. You said you said execute order sixty. I know you haven't played it, but that was yeah. actually. Um, I seen the cutscene for it on TikTok. Yeah, it was very like, funny. I execute order sixty seven, and they're just dancing. Yeah, I, th- oh. I thought that was like, like I said, great humor of that game. Just and then they're all dancing that, and um, they don't show slaughtering the childrens. Yeah, I hate it. I hate that the youngings. I want them to be dead. Like this guy <laughs> hates children confirmed. I can tell you, it's, you know, it, it's tough being DJ hating children, but you know what you don't have to hate more of? Or, Execute Order 60. It's, it's 68. This is Order 69. 68. 69. Ooh, see, you're thinking, you're thinking. We want you to enjoy more episodes of the Get Comfy Game Break, the Get Comfy Podcast, and the Get Comfy Lowdown every single Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major listening platforms like iTunes, Spotify, and of course, the Believe Network. I have been Kalo, joined by my youngling. Nah, nah you're the youngling. I'm the Anakin. The Dark Vader oh, no. to, to my Anakin. Okay, I'll respect that drip. But you're going to say goodbye? Oh, no. goodbye, guys. Thanks for having us this guy we'll see you guys next time later thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube